0: It's creepy. I don't like it in here.
1: It was Matthew. <laughs>
0: we're moving in my my mom actually found uh several altars um like kind of ritualistic pentagrams and pentacles and just some weird things uh and st- like even like remnants of like burnt out candles um stuff that she thought was like bones like animal bones um and just some some weird stuff uh and so uh my mom was very religious back then um we grew up catholic and so you know she was like okay you know i need to get rid of this stuff and da-da-da-da. And i think she meant well by trying to like get the stuff because it was like there was one like in in the attic there was one in the basement there was one like in the barn on the property um and so she tried to kind of clear that stuff out and you know say some prayers and stuff and um i think she meant well but she i think she kind of
1: riled things up
0: Yes, and welcome everyone to Haunting Live podcast this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are back live this week after a little bit of a break. But uh, so great to have... Uh, be back online here live today with you guys uh, watching us here on Haunted live Podcast. And we do have a special guest lined up who we'll be bringing on in just a moment, uh, Denise Marie, Psychic Medium. She's going to be talking to us today about what she does as a medium and what she's experienced through her journey through mediumship. And uh, we'll talk to her in just a minute. But first of all, I want to thank you guys very much for the recent subscribers to our YouTube channel. We notice we've had a lot... Of people joining up lately so thank you so so much for doing that we greatly appreciate all your support and don't forget if you haven't yet do check us out on our YouTube channel we broadcast uh, new shows each and every week with a live guest to interview in the paranormal field so if you like that and if you like our content don't forget to like our videos and check out our subscribe as well if you do watch our videos and of course if you miss us in the live show you can always watch us later on on the Rhode Island Broadcasting Network on their, on their YouTube and their Facebook on Wednesday nights at 10 o'clock and also catch us on the podcast apps if you just want to listen to our show when you have time. So we appreciate that as well. But uh, just before we do bring our guest on, I do want to promote a video that we just posted to our channel recently, about uh, two weeks ago. We had a chance to interview a pretty big YouTuber, uh, the Haunted Side, Uh, you heard a little clip of him there just in the intro of the video on today's show. And uh, he is a uh, well-known YouTuber. He does paranormal investigations, uh, Patrick McQuarrie. We got to interview him about what he does and some of the experiences that he had as a child and what drew him into the paranormal field so uh, really amazing interview uh, really worth listening to I recommend you guys go and check that out it's on our uh, YouTube channel right now Uh, just look up the haunted side uh, uh, interview and you can check him out there and uh, what we talked to him about on uh, haunting that podcast but let's get to our uh, guest today and uh, talk to Denise Marie about what uh, she does so let's welcome her on the show Hi Denise hi
1: Trevor. hi Trevor thank you so much for having me
0: oh it's wonderful to have you on the show thank you so much for taking time out to talk to us here on haunting life I appreciate it very much and uh, telling us a little bit about what you do so uh, let's start with that how did you get into uh, being a medium
1: okay so I was basically born a medium I think that all mediums are pretty much born a medium I didn't realize it uh, or start seeing spirits until around the age of four uh, but that's as far back as I can remember Um, and the people that I would see, nobody else could see. And then my mom and my dad started thinking I had imaginary friends. Um, yeah. So it was around the age of four that I started seeing.
0: Yeah. That's usually the way it starts. Um, people will kind of have these things they see or sense and they don't know what's happening at that age and they assume they're imaginary friends as usual right right, right. Um, and
1: they were always friendly so i wasn't really i wasn't too scared but you know still it was like jarring
0: yeah so how did your family deal with that with you was it accepted or did it was it something that you had to work on with your family or
1: just kind of brushed it off like I said or maybe thought that I was imagining things or you know whatever but um when I was about 10 years old and we went to go see my my grandmother's second husband so he wasn't my uh, natural grandfather um I still called him grandpa Jean. we went to go see him in the hospital and my mom was talking to my uncle And I was on the other side of the room by the empty bed and sitting in a chair and there was an empty chair next to me. And I was staring at the woman sitting in the empty chair next to me. My mother kept looking over at me and she says, Denise, she goes, what do you see? What are you looking at? And I described the woman sitting in the chair and my uncle turned white as a ghost. And he goes, that's Jean's mother. She died 20 years ago. So that's how they knew that I didn't have imaginary friends.
0: Yeah, that's interesting that he was able to recognize that as well. Did you have a good description of her at that time? Were you seeing her full body? I I
1: described her head to toe, what she was wearing, what her hair looked like. Her hair was, I could still remember her to this day. It was all slicked back in a bun. It was all gray. Uh, She had like a round face and, you know, a chubby little body. And she had a flowered house dress on. And yeah.
0: Cool. At least it was like a person that you're grandfather recognized you describing it wasn't like a complete stranger that he didn't know what you're talking about um exactly do you find that's more common do you find that you've talked to like people that you know more like relative wise or do you find that you have random spirits that you communicate with
1: i have random sp- like well, i mean I, I have a lot of random spirits for my clients i don't that i don't know but um a spirit will come forward for the person that's around me that they know And then because they just won't show up randomly and be, I'm like, that's why I don't read people's um, like guides and stuff like your spirit guide, because I could basically say anything I want. You would never know because you don't know what your spirit guide looks like. So I don't like to do that. I only bring spirits through that are evidential. So, you know, I could bring through a spirit and I physically see them with my eyes so I can describe what they look like.
0: Uh, What type of, um, clients do you mostly have? Is it mostly spirit communication or what type of work do you mostly do for your clients?
1: Um, I, it's a mix of both. I do mediumship and also psychic, you know, tarot cards and stuff like that. Um, but I always say I'm, I'm predominantly a medium because um, even when I'm reading people's cards, even though that's like a psychic reading, I do hear spirit in my right ear as I'm reading and they'll change my verbiage around entirely. When I go to speak, they'll say something that I would never say. So it, like, it's really coming through, like through me from them. You know, so I always say I'm predominantly a medium because all the information I get is from the other side. Um, So it's more mediumship, but I, but the psychic stuff has always been on point. And I always say, listen, you know, I appreciate the compliment, but that wasn't me. It's like not from me, you know.
0: That's the way I tend to find they work as well. Like they try to guide you to what they want to say. So they're coming through you basically.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: And um, so let's step back a moment and see how you began your journey. So how did you actually decide you want to pursue this as a career? What made you, was there some experience that you had that made you decide, okay, this is the direction I want to take?
1: You know, I was, I was, I've been a professional makeup artist 28 years and um, like I do commercials and commercials, weddings and stuff like that. And I love it. Don't get me wrong. I really loved what I did, but I always knew in my heart that I was supposed to just be a medium like my mother would say so what are you going to do you know you're just going to keep doing you know makeup and work for smashbox cosmetics and blah 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 i was like mom like i'm supposed to be a medium like i'm supposed to do this work and and one day i was homesick from work and i just said you know what it was back in 2012 and i was like you know what and i just started a website i started a website i started a facebook page And I just started from there. And I remember like 10 years ago, I was charging $25 for a reading and it was a blend of everything. It was like, all right, just come for a reading and we'll see what I get. And I would, you know, use tarot. I would bring through spirit, whatever it was. I've evolved so much since then. 10 years later, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty good. So now I just do this. Yeah. I don't, I don't work for Smashbox anymore.
0: (laughs) Was it a hard decision for you to switch over, or was it sort of like you had guides guiding you along the way that they're pushing you?
1: You always have guides. Absolutely, that's that's a that's a great question. But um, honestly, I was doing both for a long time. I was working for Smashbox during the day and doing readings at night and on the weekends. And COVID kind of forced me into just doing mediumship because we couldn't go to visit the stores to rep for the brand. And, you know, um, we couldn't do that. So I started only doing mediumship and then I started doing zoom, you know, group readings and family readings. And now I'm global because of COVID COVID now I'm like global. So it's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I think COVID was kind of a blessing for a lot of people, even us here at Haunting Live. Like, we have grown a lot since COVID started, and it's been thanks to that, meeting people like yourself and expanding our network as well. So have you found that the same way?
1: Yes. I mean, COVID was hard because I did lose a lot of people. Um, My best friend, which, by the way, Trevor, you look exactly like him. So when I saw your face, I was like, whoa, that's creepy. Um, but my best friend died from COVID. And, you know, we, we had a lot of losses. But um, yeah, you always look for the rainbow. And it was a there was a blessing in that. And it was, you know, that I was able to go more global with my mediumship and, you know, do a lot of things. I, I, I paint angels too. So I painted and sold seven angels in 2020 and shipped them all over Texas, California, everywhere. Um, so that was good, you know, so I just, I, listen, I'm an introvert a little bit. I'm kind of a homebody. So I, I didn't mind being home, you know, and DoorDash is amazing. So, (laughs) you know, so I had all my, you know, okay, DoorDash this, whatever, but it was, it was a, there was a blessing in that. Yes, I agree.
0: No, I'm exactly the same way. I'm a huge introvert and being a radio host is kind of cool. I just get to sit at home and do my show and do what I want to do. So um, I didn't mind the, uh the uh COVID at all like stay at home sure I'll stay at home
1: (laughs) yeah right okay no problem right and uh, you know I got a little hooked on Amazon but other than that
0: (laughs) yeah we all did that too as well as uh DoorDash and Skip the Dishes which we have here in Canada so (laughs) but um did you have any experiences while you're doing your development journey like I know you were kind of pushed into this by changing careers kind of but um as you started that sort of did you have any one experience that kind of jumped you into it? Did something happen to you that you are like, oh, this is cool. This is sort of what I want to do.
1: I mean, it's been with me my entire life. I, although I did push it away when I was in my twenties because I was, you know, I was going to school and I was traveling and I was with my friends and I was having a great time. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know if I want this gift and, you know, but then I'm telling you what that one day when I was in back in 2012, and I was homesick from work. And I was like, you know what? I just have to do it. I just have to take the leap. So I've been in business 10 years. I mean, COVID is what pushed me to go, you know, do more globally, like, you know, Alaska and you know, Australia readings and so all over the place. And it was helped me, you know, start to write my book and everything. But I've had so many experiences, I don't even know where to begin, but they've been around me my whole life. And to physically see them and you know literally bump into them when you're in the middle of the night, walking to the bathroom, like bumping into spirit, like, Whoa, you know, like you don't, they still shake my bed. They're trying to get my attention and they're not scary. Like I've never had an encounter. Thank God, knock on wood. I've never had an encounter with a negative energy or a bad spirit. It's always been pleasant for me.
0: No, that's good. You don't want to have the negative attacks to you or drawn to you in any way you want to always have, projecting positivity when you do this kind of work
1: keep myself grounded I keep myself cleansed and negative energy free and I've been lucky so far so
0: that's great so how many spirits do you have around you usually then if you're bumping into them at night in your home how many would you say are kind of constantly with you
1: it depends on the day honestly I mean it doesn't happen every night and I know how to turn it off and I know how to turn it on so you know Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, funny story, I was doing wedding makeup and I was doing makeup for a bride. I'm doing her face and her dead grandmother steps forward to my right behind her. And I had to keep my mouth shut because I'm trying not to make the bride tear up because I'm trying to put mascara on her. So I'm like, I'm not saying a word. So when the bride was done, I spoke to the mother of the bride and I says, listen, I just want to let you know that this woman stepped forward and blah, 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 blah. And she goes, oh my God, that's my mother. That's her grandmother. And I'm like, she just wants you to know that she's here being present for this whole occasion. So, I mean, spirit, even when I try to shut it off, they will kind of push their way in. But for the most part, I know how to live a normal life and just go about, I can go to the food store without saying, excuse me, I have a father figure stepping forward. I don't do
0: that. you don't interrupt the guy buying his vegetables next to you saying there's somebody standing next to you, by the way.
1: No, nope, definitely not. I, I think it's a little unethical to just push that on people. And I feel like when people are ready, they'll find me. And most people that find me, um, you know, whether it's through Google or my website or whatever, Facebook, you know, they're drawn to me. They're like, you know, I was just drawn to you. You know, I looked at a couple of mediums in your area and I was just felt drawn to you. And I feel like that's the person that's supposed to be with me. I just allow spirit to kind of guide the way and just do their thing. And I just live my life.
0: Yeah, that's the best way to do it. I think for our side as well, we do paranormal investigations here at haunting lives. So it's like, we do the same thing. We don't try to intrude that into other people's lives or shove it in their face, so to speak. It's if it comes to us, it comes to us. So.
1: I agree. That's perfect. That's great work ethic.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So what are your services that you provide then for your clients? Um, Is it just mediumship or do you do anything like tarot cards or anything like that?
1: So if you go to my website, I offer a 30-minute reading or a 50-minute reading. So the 30-minute reading, you get to choose upon our phone call or upon your visit to my uh, home office. You get to choose between mediumship or psychic. So I let the client choose and sometimes they're like, well, what's the difference? Well, mediumship is just me bringing through your loved ones in spirit and your spirit. Your loved ones are bringing me the evidence, what they look like, how they passed, you know, all this evidence. And they're they're coming in to let you know I'm still around you. They show me things that my client is doing in their lives. They'll show me what they just had for breakfast. You know, they'll show me things to, to prove I'm still with you. I see you doing this. I hear this conversation. You know, I know you've been working on your closets recently at home, you know, whatever it is. And um, so, and then the difference between that and a psychic reading spirit, when spirit comes through, they don't tell you what's coming in the next two years of your life. They don't tell you, they don't give you psychic predictions. A psychic tarot reading will tell you past, present, and the future two years. Of your life. So I'll be able to see this is what's coming. And then you get to ask questions. Will I get married in the next year or two? Will I get pregnant? You know, And I will see that. And spirit kind of works through me as I'm doing this reading, but it's not like I'm seeing them and they're your loved ones. I don't even know who's speaking to me in my right when I'm doing the tarot reading. So um, you could choose between a psychic or a tarot for 30 minutes. And then the 50 minute is a blend of everything. So I do the mediumship first, then I do the tarot.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask that a lot of people ask what the difference is between yes. a mediumship and a psychic, which is a valid question because it does get confusing and lost in sure. all the work that people do. So sure. um people who yeah, wanted
1: the- medium readings that were like, Well, can they tell me what I should do about my boyfriend? you know, and it's that's not how it works. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, like, the main thing is mediumship is communication with spirit. So you're trying to communicate with the other side directly. That's mediumship. But past, present, future is more psychic work. Yep. Yep. That's the easiest way to describe it. So So, um, how have things been going, though, otherwise for you um, throughout your career? Have you had any major incidences that you want to talk about or um, that have happened to you since you really more, more, more well more started developing things like once you start it, it you get into it for a reason like you've been talking about but after you get into it for a while you might find uh other things start happening more frequently and Changes. stuff like that so um what yeah, else have you been doing Yeah,
1: spirits always changing things up for me um so uh about maybe let me see um 2014 so i started i opened halo readings in 2012 and 2014 i was going through something um very sensitive like it was a bad breakup i was very depressed for about eight solid months and i had a eight-year-old kid to take care of my son i only have one son and um You know, I was going through this breakup and I was very sad and depressed. And my mother and sister were over my house constantly helping me with my son. And uh, so I would say the eighth month that I was depressed and I was literally a zombie. And uh, I, I had a visit from Archangel Raphael. It was very quick and it was very simple. And he came to me and all he said to me was just take care of your son everything will be okay. That's all he said. And when I was like, when he left, I was like, oh my God. And I felt like the weight of the world had been literally lifted off of my shoulders. And what's funny is I can't draw or paint. I'm not artistic in that way. The only artistic ability I have is to do somebody's face and I could do makeup and I could never draw or paint. And ever since that visit from Archangel Raphael, I started painting angels and that's part of, so when I'm drawn to, to paint, like I literally get this like itch in me, like I got to paint and I just start painting these angels and I don't even know what they're going to look like until they're done. And I get into this like meditative state while I'm painting. I have one here. If you want me to show it to you.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, show our viewers that are watching live right now, what that looks like that you've done.
1: So okay. her name is faith and her wings are textured with plaster and the saying is uh it's a song from pentatonix hallelujah and the words are the lyrics are and from your lips she drew the hallelujah and she has a book in her hand with her name on the book and it's faith so i every painting that i've done um i've named them things like hope faith um i have uh an angel that I, I cut out sheet music and made her wings with sheet music and I named her harmony. And so I have all these like, and I have so many of them. And This is the only original I have left right now. And I don't start a new painting unless it's con- commissioned. I don't usually start a new painting until one of them is gone. And then I start a new one and it's like, I'm drawn to it. I'm just drawn to do it. And it's crazy. Cause I look at them and I'm like, how the hell did I do that? So I know that was something bestowed upon me from Archangel Raphael. It was the most craziest thing that ever happened to me in my life.
0: Very interesting that you have a painting connection, but you also have a artistic connection doing people's faces as well. So there is kind of a link there, I think.
1: I know, but it's like, I can't draw. Like if you asked me to draw something on a piece of paper, you'd laugh at me. Like It's bad. And all I can do are these, this, that's all I can do. So it's weird. It's not even like they gave me this artistic ability. It's just angels. It's literally just angels.
0: Have you had any personal messages from besides what Raphael gave you? Was there something, does he constantly give you messages or is it just that one time? It
1: was just that one time where I physically seen him, where I physically saw him. Um, And that was like, and I expected it to be such a like, I didn't expect it. not that I'm like putting it down or anything and I'm ever so grateful, but I was just like, just take care of your son and everything will be okay. And you would think, wow, that's so simple. But you know what? I was focused on so many other things that all I really had to do was be a mom and everything else was going to work itself out. And that's exactly as it happened. So I was like, you know what, I don't have to worry about this anymore. I could just be this kid's mother and take care of him and focus on him and focus on being a mom because I was so lost in that depression for eight months from that breakup that it just, it catapulted me. And, you know, now my son's 17 and it's, it's, it's good. It was good. It was a good thing.
0: And how does he accept all this now that he's grown up? Does he have any influence on you or?
1: He just, he thinks it's the coolest thing in the world. He tells all his friends, my mom's a medium, you know, he has an, he has an ability as well. Uh, I learned about that when he was five, but he doesn't want to develop it. I mean, I developed it with, you know, world-renowned mediums from England and, you know, I developed my gift, but he doesn't want to, although I can help him. He's like, nah, I just want to be a kid, you know?
0: yeah definitely let him just be a kid for now and maybe when he's ready in the future he'll learn to have uh his own journey as well right so um there's timing for a reason so Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, maybe you can help later on so um so let's jump to that topic a little bit about your development uh you're just saying that you had some training from higher ups over in england Um, yes how did that start
1: um i just started seeking out um you know, uh, teachers, you know, um, mentors, uh, Pat Longo was a really huge mentor of mine. Um, you know, I just started seeking out, like, how can I, you know, sharpen this tool that I have, you know what I mean? Like you're born with a gift, but it's like, now you have to learn how to use it. Cause I didn't know that I could do readings for people because it would just happen randomly. So how would I sit down with say you and bring through your loved ones? Like, what am I just going to sit there and wait and twiddle my thumbs? I didn't know how to turn it on. I didn't even know I could turn it off if I wanted to, I was like, well, it just happens randomly. So I studied with, you know, really great teachers. And they showed me, you know, it's your gift. You can turn it on and turn it off whenever you want. You are in control, you know? So, yeah, thank God, because I'd be like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you need to learn that off switch for sure, especially if you have your private moments at home. And you don't want to be yeah. surrounded by spirit all the time. So,
1: No, I, yeah. And, I mean, my son is 17. Now I have two stepkids, five and 10. And it's just, it's... You know, I I need to be able to be a mom and you know, clean my house and go to the supermarket like a normal person. So it's good that you can turn it off and turn it on. Yes.
0: Was it hard for you to develop that off switch, or was it something that came fairly easily? Or? It
1: was literally the easiest thing in the world. It was the easiest thing in the world, and and I, I remember my first teacher telling me, you know, if somebody walked in the bathroom while well, you were using the bathroom, what would you do? And I said, I tell them to leave she goes so why wouldn't you do that with spirit i'm like oh my god it's that easy i'm like so you just treat spirit like they are human like they're just people you know because they were once they're just more intelligent now
0: (laughs) yeah so true um that's the way i believe it as well you're supposed to treat spirit as if they were still alive and just tell them what you want to tell them so if they're bothering you say don't bother me now or if Not you, right now. Actually, one thing we do when we do investigations is if somebody is having trouble with a spirit at their home, uh, it sounds kind of silly to them at the time, but we tell them, you know, treat it like a child. You have to kind of lay down the rules of your home. Um, 100%. So don't bother me when I'm asleep, but you talk to me when I'm awake after in the morning right. or something, but don't bother yes. me during these times, you know, yes. lay down yeah, the rules. Like a-
1: If I have a reading the next day scheduled, because I work from Wednesday through Saturday. So if I have a reading, say it's Tuesday night and I have a reading on Wednesday, I will have those loved ones coming early. So those are the people I bump into when I'm on my way to the bathroom at three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, not now. You have to wait until they're here. You know what I mean? Like, just not now. You know, I need sleep. Not now. You know, and they listen
0: do you find that they listen all the time or can they be kind of pushy and bossy and not listen to you?
1: Sometimes they like to take control, especially during like a group reading. I had had several group readings this month and I try to be the MC and be like, okay, spirits one at a time, but I'm seeing like, you know, 10 or 15 or 20 spirits all at once. And they all want to talk at one time. So I have to literally monitor them and say, no, 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 you first, everybody else step back. And it takes a little bit of work and practice, but it, they listen. It's just that they're anxious they're excited. They're happy. They're, they want, they want your love. They want their loved ones to know that they're okay. You know? So they're extremely happy. Their vibration is way up, you know?
0: Yeah, sometimes they just have something so urgent or important that they want to tell somebody that they can't wait. So, yeah. So, what has been sort of one message that has come through that kind of shocked you doing mediumship work? Has there been something that you're like, no, I can't tell that person that? Oh my
1: God. Yes. Okay. So this was in the earlier part of my journey of when I opened up my business and I started doing readings and, you know, being paid to do readings. And, um, I had a gentleman come to me. I was only about two years in. And at that time I wasn't really being myself. I was being very conservative. So I wasn't dropping F bombs. you know, listen, I just have to be me and I'm not being offensive, but sometimes I'll slip out a curse or whatever. I'm just being me. I'm Italian. I'm, you know, I, I I can't even help it sometimes, but, um, for the most part was being very conservative, very soft-spoken, the guy's mother stepped forward. I was giving him all her information. He had a couple of other spirits too, but his mother was the main one that he wanted to hear from. She stepped forward. He was wonderful. He was so open and accepted everything that I was giving him because I, I don't, I don't ask anything before the reading. I don't even need to know your proper name. You could, I had a guy come to me as John Wick. And, uh, but anyway, so this guy, you know, I was giving him, his mother showed me what I look, what she looked like, and she was giving me evidence of her life and how she passed and all these things. And he's just acknowledging, yes, 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 yes. I'm not sure. Whatever you're not sure of, just write down. You'll remember it later. Um, and just before the spirit was about to be done and I was about to wrap up the reading, she gave me the finger. And I was like, I was like, my face dropped and I'm like, Oh, shoot. I'm like, what do I do? Like, why did she do that? Because that never happened to me before. And I'm going, why did she do that? Do I tell him? Do I, do I say this to him? And I says, I I can't withhold information. So I said, listen, sir, I don't know how to tell you this. And it's a little strange because this never happened to me. I says, but your mom gave me the finger. He was laughing so hard to the, to the point of tears. And he's like, my mother did that to me always he goes even on her deathbed she gave me the finger he's like she always did that that was our thing so if I didn't say that and I withheld that information that was a really important like she literally before she left she gave him the finger and it was like, oh my god my mother always did that They're gonna do things that they did in life just because they're spirits doesn't mean that they can't be fun or funny you know so that was one that really sticks out yeah.
0: Yeah, speaking of that, um, we investigate a location close to here where we live, and we do the same kind of thing. We kind of have fun with the spirits, so sometimes we find that we get more activity more action out of them if we be funny or try to do humor with them than try to just ask them questions or ask them to do things. It's more of a connection, I think, to spirit if you try to deal with them in a certain way. So like, we found that if we were telling jokes or started laughing with them or um trying to say funny things with them they did the same thing back on like the spirit box and stuff right so
1: yeah because they are fun they're 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 very funny they're humorous they have a sense of humor you know i think they're great i like them more than humans sometimes
0: yes more than often we prefer spirits than the real person so um so um Let's just end today by talking about anything that you want to promote, anything that you've been working on. I know you showed us some of your paintings and how you got into that end of things. Uh, but is there anything else? Uh, how do people get a hold of you through your website or?
1: Yeah, you can get me on www.haloreadings.com, all one word, haloreadings.com. I'm also on Facebook under Halo Readings. Um, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, which I'm still learning, is all under Psychic Medium Denise Marie. So you either get me a Hilo readings or Psychic Medium Denise Marie on uh, social.
0: Yep. And I think as we were talking earlier, you mentioned that you have a book that you're starting as well. Do you want to talk yes. about that for a bit?
1: Yes, I am in. I am in the process of this book, and it is called um, Charades with Ghosts. And I'm really looking forward to that being published and hopefully it's already in out by 2023, but it's it's taking me a little longer because I've been really busy. I mean, thank God, I've been very busy. Um, I read, I do about 10 private readings a week and I do at least three groups a month and I do restaurants and stuff. So yoga studio you know, yeah.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you're pretty busy there with your wife and I'm so a
1: mom you know top and of I'm that. a mom yeah full-time mom and full-time medium
0: yeah but they mix pretty well so you had uh some guidance with uh spirit towards your son as well so sounds yeah. like things are uh, working up for you there so
1: Yes, thank you. And that painting, Faith, she is for sale. Um, And I do have an Etsy shop and that's under Creations by Halo. And uh, she's the only original painting I have for sale right now, although I do take commissions. uh, So you can commission a painting if you know, I can't, I can't tell you what the face is going to look like, but you can choose eye color, hair color, dress color, and background. So that's I have no control over the other stuff. So
0: have you ever heard of a thing called psychic artwork? Is that something that you would consider doing? Do you think it's sort of what you're doing now? or?
1: I, I definitely know I'm painting and I'm being guided. My hand is being guided because I'm telling you, I, I can't draw. So my hand is being guided. So the way I physically see spirit, I see them like a photo negative. So they, they show their face and they look black and white. I mainly see head and shoulders of them and I'm able to see their face, their hair, when their hair comes in all shaded white, it's either white, gray, or blonde and any other darker shade, you know, beyond that comes in just as darker shaded. Um, So when I have a blank canvas and it's, you know, um, primed, right. It's primed white. And I focus on the canvas and they show me the angel that they want me to paint. I trace it out and I just start painting. And it's like, I get into this like meditative state and it's, it's, it's so calming and I love to do it. But like I said, I, I don't do them unless I'm commissioned or if I'm drawn to it, I won't do it unless the one is sold. So it's like, I, cause I'll have paintings all over my office. I'll have that big, you know, that big of an office. So.
0: Yeah, definitely. So it's good to finish one, you feel is complete, and you've accomplished what they wanted you to, then you move on. So that's good. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Denise Marie. I really appreciate you talking to us today about your journey and how you develop mediumship and some of the experience you wanted to share with us. They were amazing. So especially your artwork that you do through your angels. Thank so you. Thanks, thank you for sharing. It's been wonderful having you and uh, you're welcome back anytime.
1: Thank you, Trevor. My pleasure.
0: Great. Have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks again. You too. Bye-bye. and that was denise marie joining us from the us today so thank you so much for denise joining us here on haunting live podcast talking about her journey through mediumship and what she does as a medium some experiences she shared with us were pretty cool today and uh, also her artwork that she does through her guides and angels that guide her along so if you're interested go check out her website. Uh, and uh, check out her work and if you're interested in the reading also check her out for that too But uh, thank you guys so much for joining us here today on Haunting Live. We are back live today after last week not being here. So it's great to be back with you guys. Really appreciate you tuning in. And of course, uh, we've had a lot of subscribers lately to our YouTube channel. So really wonderful to have all you guys subscribing lately. If you like our content here on Haunting Live, don't forget to hit that like button. We do new videos each and every week on Sundays, live at 4 o'clock here. And uh, we have a new guest in the paranormal world each and every week for you to interview and find out what they're all about so uh, that was for this week Uh, next week we'll be back with a brand new guest we do have another feature here on haunting live podcast that we're going to show you guys right now and that is a goal feature for our YouTube channel. So right there, as you see at the bottom of the screen is a YouTube subscriber goal. We want to focus more on getting more subscribers to our YouTube channel. This is one way that we can do that with you guys is to show you exactly what the status is and where we're at with our subscribers. We are right now at 495 subscribers. So thanks again for everybody that signed up recently to our channel. Uh, we appreciate that very much. And we do have a goal to reach right now. Our goal is 500 subscribers and we are almost there we've got five more to go if you guys could like to share our video please do so it would help us out a lot and we hope to have this end goal as you can see at the bottom here 17 more days to go as of today so uh, which is the end of this month end of march we hope to reach our goal of 500 subscribers and uh we will have a giveaway or something at the end when we do reach that goal so help us out by doing so share and like our videos and subscribe to our channel and tell your friends about haunting live podcast if they're interested in the paranormal field at all also don't forget to check out our website which is HauntingLightPodcast.com. we have everything on there as well you can listen to our podcast episodes all the way back to the very beginning you can also check out our youtube videos there watch them directly on our site and also check out our podcast merch that we have we have anything to do with the paranormal field Uh, Things like smudging materials, cleansing materials, crystals for protection and that kind of things and pendulums. Handcrafted items with crystal jewelry as well. So check out Haunting Live podcast merch if you need anything in the paranormal cleansing field. We have all that kind of stuff there for you guys to purchase from us. But with that guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. We appreciate you being here and following us on Haunting Live. Don't forget to follow us also on all the podcast apps. And all the social media platforms are on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter as well. So we'll see you over there. But thanks you for watching this week or listening if you're listening on the apps. And we'll be back right here next week, Sunday, at 4 o'clock with our new guest in the paranormal. So thank you guys so much for checking us out. And we'll see you next week.
1: Um, and began working with healing of the land, and because it felt like such a massive project, started teaching everyone who wanted to learn.
0: From childhood, I would see spirits, and I just felt like they were the extra people in my home. I had a hard time like sharing that. Uh, I grew up in the Bible Belt in South Carolina, and it's just not cool, <laughs> or it's frowned upon, it's, it's demonic, or woo, you know, it's scary.
1: I've always been a spooky kid. Um, I love everything paranormal. I can't, I don't have a memory where I didn't believe in magic and the paranormal. I use my intuitive abilities to help people identify their inner self, so have a deeper self-awareness. And through that, I'm able to Um, help them see different perceptions and different um, belief systems that might be preventing them, you know, exploring their journey.